Welcome to the Living Well with Mental Illness podcast, where we explore the journey of living a fulfilling life with mental health challenges. Join us for real and vulnerable conversations about the difficult realities of living with a mental illness. We'll discuss how to find acceptance, build resilience, and discover what recovery and living well means to you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of our brand new podcast, Living Well with Mental Illness. We are so excited to bring you along on this kind of new chapter in our mental health advocacy journey, I guess, on YouTube and beyond. Um, So kind of what we're aiming to accomplish, I guess, or explore with this podcast is bringing you along for conversations about a variety of different topics around mental health what it means to take care of your mental health, what living with mental illness looks like, what living well with mental illness looks like, and just kind of diving into a lot of different topics that maybe aren't necessarily talked about, you know, very often in society and whatnot. And so, yeah, bringing you along for conversations that Rob and I are having about those things. So for those of you who are just joining us for the first time, my name is Lauren and I live with Schizoaffective Disorder together with my partner Rob sitting here across from me. We have created the YouTube channel Living Well with Schizophrenia, um, which is probably where a lot of you to begin with are coming from, but hopefully people will find us from other avenues as well. But that's kind of where we got started in terms of mental health content creation is everything on our YouTube channel, Living Well with Schizophrenia. And from there, we have also built things like an online peer support community specifically geared toward people who are living with schizophrenia spectrum illness. But something that we're really, really excited about with this new project, Living Well with Mental Illness, is the creation of a brand new online peer support community, which is going to be open to anyone who identifies as living with a mental illness or someone who is supporting someone who's living with a mental illness. And it's just going to be hopefully a really wonderful resource and you know, safe place for people who want to talk about things concerning mental health and mental illness. A community. A community, yeah. A place to get at support, give support, and yeah, build community. Yeah, one of the things that we've heard a lot f- in terms of comments on Living Well with Schizophrenia YouTube channel is first how that resource makes people feel less alone. And then with respect to the community aspect, um, that being a place where people can connect and um I guess, hear other people's stories that are similar to what they're going through and again, kind of feel less alone with what it is they're experiencing. I think that navigating life with a mental illness can be a really isolating experience. And so to have, you know, a community of people who can relate to things that you're experiencing, to challenges that you're facing is a really, really, you know, valuable and powerful thing to experience. So If you're at all interested, make sure to check that out. You can go to our website, livingwellwithmentalillness.org to sign up for that peer support community. And we hope to see you there. I just kind of jumped right into other things, but I forgot to also introduce you. Would you like to introduce yourself to everyone? Yes, uh, I guess formerly or more currently the like behind the scenes person uh, in terms of shooting your videos and editing and that kind of thing. Uh, But I guess more like in our, personal lives, uh, just being a person of support in your life, but also dealing with my own um, mental health challenges, especially over the last few years. That's me. (laughs) Okay, so the general topic of this very first episode, 
I think is a really important one because it sets the tone, I think, of of this, this podcast being about mental health. And that is how we would define mental health, how you and I would define mental health. I think how society in general would define mental health and then what the actual definition of mental health is. So when I think about the general public perception of mental health or how the public would define mental health, I think about media campaigns. I think about like awareness campaigns, the let's talk. I think about uh, suicide prevention campaigns. I think about workplace, how the workplace deals with depression and anxiety, often uh, through the lens of lost productivity. I think about therapy, um, people's perception of therapy. And I, I think that's kind of, at least that's how I feel. I think that's where the general public is at their understanding of like, this is what kind of mental health is. It's a, it's a bunch of stuff that has to deal with how you think. And I think it's important to like pick apart a little bit deeper what you just mentioned about where people are receiving the messaging about what mental health is. And a big part of that is from the workplace. You know, people are getting messages from a lot of different corporate type entities saying that you need to take care of your mental health and blah, blah, blah. And largely this has to do with, you know, their perception of decreased productivity as a result of not taking care of your mental health. And so when you think about our understanding of what mental health is, when it's being delivered to us from that position and from that agenda. Corporate authority. Yeah. It's very easy to see why we don't really have a good grasp as a society on what mental health really is what it really means to take care of our mental health and what good mental health looks like. So I think to take it further, what I feel anyway, the general perception of what mental health is from the general population is just the absence of a mental illness, particularly depression and anxiety, because those are the ones that are talked about most frequently. And so people think that if they're not experiencing something akin to depression or anxiety, they have good mental health. When we know, you know, that's that's not the case. That's not the whole picture. Okay, so how about we get into the definition? Um, I'll just read Wikipedia's definition here. Mental health encompasses emotional, psychological, and social well-being, influencing cognition, perception, and behavior. It likewise determines how an individual handles stress, interpersonal relationships, and decision-making. Mental health includes subjective well-being, self-perceived, self-efficacy, autonomy, competence, intergenerational dependence, and self-actualization of one's intellectual and emotional potential, among others. That's just the first like couple sentences. Oh my God, there's a lot to unpack. Holy smokes, right? Yeah. When I read that definition, the impression that I get is basically that uh, mental health encompasses basically every every aspect in terms of how you interact with your world and reality and people and um, how you feel and it's it's just a lot more than just the absence of mental illness. I mean, I think we could get pretty deep into this from a philosophical perspective of we're engaging with our world and the people in it and everything in it. And that's all kind of in our mind. 
our experience of that and whatnot. And so it makes sense that literally every single way we interact with our environment and the world and ourselves encompasses your mental health. And perhaps a better way to think about it is less calling it maybe mental health and more brain health or mind health or that kind of thing. I don't know. We're getting a little bit tripped up somewhere along the line of our understanding of mental health as being taking care of your mind. Mind, Yeah. So I guess, you know, understanding that there's a lot more to mental health. Why is it that you think we're not talking about it? Why isn't this definition of mental health uh, something that a lot more people are aware of or just feels like it's the more public perception of what mental health is? Yeah, that's a great question. I think, I think that it largely has to do with the way our society is built and operates. And, you know, we live in Western world, which is kind of an individualist society. And so it kind of ignores huge facets of mental well-being that center around um, having a community, feeling that social fulfillment, feeling connection, and those kinds of things as kind of cornerstones are something that we're inherently lacking the way we currently exist within society. And, you know, what we touched on earlier about our understanding of mental health even being built off of what we're being fed by, not to get too deep into this, but capitalistic structures being corporate entities defining what it is as a result, as a as it relates to loss of productivity and things like that. And so I don't know, when I look at the way our society is built and operates, it kind of makes sense to me that we're just not really able to understand taking care of our mental health. We're not able to conceptualize it from that complicated a way as literally being entangled in all of our needs as humans. What I was thinking about while you were saying that is how it it kind of makes sense that the definition of mental health, and we're just saying this is the hypothetical public perception definition, uh, does kind of revolve around the absence of mental health or man, mental the absence of mental illness because that's what gets in the way of capitalism. Let's just say that. So I think the definition you read about what mental health is from Wikipedia is kind of wonderful in terms of encapsulating all the many facets of what good mental health is. But I think it's easy to read that and have it just kind of gloss over you and be like, okay, sure. I don't really understand what that means, but okay. Yeah. So perhaps there's value now in us maybe saying how we define mental health based off of that definition, but what that actually means tangibly in our lives and what it means to take care of our mental health. I think that my my basic definition of mental health has to do with how you enjoy your life and how you find meaning in your life. And I guess that's it. In enjoying and finding meaning in your life, if I could really succinctly sum it up. I would distill that even further and less less maybe even about enjoyment and more about satisfaction. Because I think that you can get satisfaction from life, from pain 
and suffering as well. And I think that that's a really large component of the human experience. And so life satisfaction is kind of how I view good mental health. You know, the more you can work on life satisfaction as it pertains to social engagement and connections and your relationship with yourself, your relationship with things that you derive purpose from, your relationship with the natural environment, all of these different components. If you can derive satisfaction from your experience and your engagement with these facets of life, I think ultimately that leads to good mental health. I think that's that's spot on. And I, I think the thing that resonated for me with what you said had to do with the fact that a big part of the human experience is suffering. And obviously that's not enjoyable. Um, but being able to understand that that's an experience that you have or that I have and everybody has, and I guess formulate or or deeply understand the concept of empathy, that we are all here going through a similar life experience, suffering in life together. Not so much in misery, but um, yeah. And having good mental health also means having the coping mechanisms in place to be able to deal with that suffering and to be able to move through it and grow from it ultimately in a meaningful way. Yeah, re resiliency is resiliency. something that I want to talk more about. Yeah. yeah. I think getting into resiliency and empathy and whatnot are huge topics of their own, which we will probably delve deeper into in future episodes of this podcast. But perhaps another thing to kind of make note of in this what is mental health topic is the fact that mental health and mental illness are not the same thing. You know, I'll share this anecdote of a colleague I had in the mental health sphere who would use mental health interchangeably with mental illness. So she would say, this is my colleague, Lauren. She lives with mental health, blah, 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 blah. And I think that's probably uh, a frequent mistake that people make is combining those two to mean the same thing. And why it's important to understand those as separate things is because mental illness is when your brain is functioning not normally, whatever that means, you know, there's some sort of irregularity with how your brain is functioning. Mental health is something that literally everyone has. Anyone who has a brain has brain health, has mental health. And they can be separate in that you can have a mental illness. You can be diagnosed with a mental illness and still have good, healthy mental health. Likewise, you can have really bad mental health and still not have a mental illness. They're very separate things. And I just think that that's an important thing to understand within this broader conversation of what is mental health? What is mental illness? What does it mean to live well with mental illness? I think that's an excellent point to kind of wrap this episode up on is just if, and I guess if there's anything that you take away from this very single one episode, if you don't listen to it anymore, it's just that um, mental illness and mental health are not the same thing, not interchangeable. And they're far more complicated than I think the surface level presentation of what it is currently being circulated as it's 
So thank you so much, everyone, for joining us for our first ever episode of this new endeavor, Living Well with Mental Illness, Um, something that's kind of new and exciting for us anyway with this new podcast format is that you can find this podcast recording really anywhere you get podcasts. We would still love to have you though over on our YouTube channel where we can engage with you through the comments section. You can find out more about what's going on um, in the description of the videos and you can subscribe so as not to miss any future videos. So thank you so, so much again for joining us and we can't wait to see you in the next episode.